Hey y'all, this is Ginger DeVries, guest number 56 of the podcast encouraging you today to use your position to broadcast God's love. All things work together for the good to those who love God and to those who's called according to his purpose. God has sent Jesus to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim freedom for the captives. Freedom, my friends. That season may not be the thing that you wanted necessarily, but God needs you to learn something. God has given her an ability to help people change the narrative of their life. If you do not genuinely believe in prayer, then there's no point in doing it. Hindsight with God, you understand, but yeah, in the middle of stuff, you just gotta hang on and trust Him. We're not supposed to do for God, we're supposed to be for God. The doing is a side effect. God is able to bless you abundantly. If He can take care of the birds of the air and the flowers of the field, so more can He do for you. My family and my husband and I sat in the store before we opened and we just prayed over the store and that we would unapologetically show the love of Christ. It's all going to work together for your good. If you love God, you just continue to stay humble, seek God, and it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. God's Word says, whatever you do in word or deed, do everything in the name of the Lord Jesus, giving thanks to God the Father through Him. We pray this episode is an encouragement to you to go out and use your position to broadcast His love. From Scotto Albritton Studios, here's your host, Ricky. Hey everyone, and welcome to Broadcast His Love. This is a podcast where we talk about what life looks like when we decrease our name and increase God's name, because it's all about Jesus, living life on purpose for Him. And today we are in a brand new store that's opening soon in downtown Pensacola on Palafox Street. If you know Pensacola at all, you know this is the heart of Pensacola on Palafox Street. We are with Caleb Pierce. He's the founder of Maker's Coffee Company. And you all haven't opened yet, but you all are opening soon. And so if it sounds echoey, that's because this place is getting built up right now. So how are you, Caleb? Doing good, yeah. Just been uh, building away over here, yeah, yeah. hanging out in the space. So. You are building this place up with your dad, right? Mm-hmm. Can yeah. you talk to us a little bit about building this new location for you guys? Yeah, I mean, fortunately, my dad, he's done construction my whole life. and framed houses for over almost 50 years now. Mm -hmm. And uh, so I'm very fortunate that we're able to do this for one, a financial standpoint, Mm -hmm. you know, it's just a a avenue that we can go down. But then also it's been really cool just to be able to build all this and then like see it come to life. And then one day when it's all done, we'll be, I'll know every day we came in, like me and my dad did all this, you know, for the most part. And um, yeah, it, it's really special and it's going to be cool to like look back on, you know, yeah. cause he's getting close to retirement. So it'll be cool to be one of his later projects that he got to help out on. And then you're like, dad, no, don't retire. Come help me out. Yeah. Come serve up some coffee. There's still work for you to do dad. Oh yeah, for sure. <laughs> and you're a father yourself. You have two children. So have they been a part of this process or? Yeah, we bring them by. We have our, our youngest just turned seven months. And okay. so she's just hanging out. And, she's uh, like hammering and yeah. building up the place, really yeah. working hard. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then our two and a half year old, she comes down and just likes being here. And I'll bring her in here and she'll spend 20 minutes just like sweeping, like just playing with the broom or mm-hmm. uh, she makes the, she turns the mop bucket into a buggy. 
Yeah. And uh, while I was just putting putting random things in the fridge and taking stuff out and doing all kind of stuff. So this is crazy because we have toddlers as well. Isn't it cool how we're wired to work? Oh, to stay busy and yes. like do stuff. Yeah, it is kind of weird. I mean. Yes, a toddler is definitely wired to stay busy and active. Yeah. They like don't stop moving. Yeah. It's crazy. They, at least with my toddlers, they like to see a result, whether that's good or bad, you know, whether they break a glass or they move something, the act of them accomplishing it, they love it. Yeah, they like having something to do and then doing it. Yeah. You know, that's what's nice because like, you would think bringing her here would be chaos and it definitely could be, but yeah. if I just kind of let her play and try new things, like yeah. she'll keep herself occupied for hours. Oh yeah, you know, it's Tell awesome. life, yeah. yes. <laughs> so to better explain what this place looks like, to paint the picture, because if you're listening right now, you're like, it's a little echoey, like where are they? What are they around? Um, if you don't mind, paint the picture of the space that we're in right now, what it looks like, and then what it will look like when you all open soon. Yeah, right now it's definitely kind of a hot mess because it's just a, it started as just an empty shell, and then it had some old like flooring in it that we didn't want to keep, and uh, it had some changing rooms in the back because it was a retail store before, so ripped all that out, ripped all the flooring out. Me and my mom did that till like one in the morning, wow. like, and like had to rent something to scrub all the glue off it was now then it got messy in here you know but uh yeah now it's basically a construction zone and but we have our kitchen built up and we have the bar built now the frame of everything we have these really big eight foot arches we did behind the bar mm -hmm. that are going to be really cool um but yeah i mean we're filling in the space we're starting on the the benches and everything and some of the finer detail stuff when it comes to the construction mm -hmm. and then plumbing and electrical is like big and that's supposed to be happening like in the next couple days so. wow that's exciting yeah. are you busy out of your mind yeah i mean there's some days that are like really busy but then there's other days that aren't as bad but i'm still doing video and photo stuff that's so right i do some of that like in the mornings and then yeah. come here and work in afternoons and uh into the evening some days yeah. and um so it's definitely a lot to kind of like kind of juggle but god's been good and provides things like when we need it and yeah. i still have some video work i'm doing like regularly so that's been really helpful yeah. um i don't have to pay myself from the coffee business or anything yet so everything can just like stay in it and yeah um, what a blessing keep paying for itself oh yeah yeah god provides he really does and i don't this is just the season i'm going through right now but you talked about this in your last episode with us because you've been on before you were on episode 78 and you just kept talking about being obedient to god and isn't he faithful he will provide and i don't know if you don't mind talking about that again because it's so encouraged to me because i'm like man you're starting this new business this is when you had the push cart you know you're and you still do the push cart but still in those small beginnings you were like yeah, we're just being obedient to God in this. And if this is what we feel like he's leading us to do, we're going to do it because we're being obedient to God in it. So is there anything else that you can say about how God has shown you how to be obedient through the growth of this business? Yeah, I mean, it's it definitely has had its days where it, it gets heavy and you're like, 
it's just a it feels like a chore you mm -hmm. know what i mean and yeah um i'm definitely looking forward to the days i don't have to get up early on saturdays and go buy ice go buy milk fill the cooler get the cart loaded out plug, like get all the seating out you know yeah. like there's so like we start like from the ground up every saturday basically mm -hmm. we've been doing that over a year yeah every saturday and that's uh i've only taken a couple i took like two or three saturdays off when we had the baby like right after christmas and that was it wow know? and um but i think in all that it, it started to feel like you know striving you know like but i kind of had a mental switch just through a lot of prayer and stuff mm -hmm. it was like no like you should like don't look at it as striving it's like you're sowing right now all yeah. this stuff that's gonna eventually hopefully you can reap from and um so that that's even just having that mindset like mm -hmm. change like helped with my attitude and being able to um like keep doing it you know right. it's like hey we're doing this because we're sowing a seed for what's to come right you know? and i think like in our culture we hear the parable and we under we kind of grasp the concept of farmers and sowing but we don't actually know what it means to sow like from a time schedule yeah. we just think the idea like you sow it yeah you take care of it and then you reap it and mm -hmm. whenever it comes the harvest and all that stuff and need some rest and we kind of have like the like high level view of it right but you know there's things that take a long time in order for the harvest to like come like come to yeah and um so I'm just like, I'm learning that, being patient, and it's not like this instant gratification of like I sow it and I get the reward of it right. eventually, like a, immediately. So now it's like just continuing to sow and steward what God's given me mm -hmm. and just taking it day to day. And, you know, there's definitely days I'm like, man, are we going to like run out of money or like what's going to, you know, you start to like wonder and like, oh, oh we yeah, got to get this now, I got to get that. Like this is costing more than what we originally thought. And, um, but God's like been so good, just like, just the fact that we're here on Palafox and Main Street, like, it's just wild, you know? Yeah. Um, I know the landlord, and I was doing some video work for him, he brought me down here when it was empty, and he was like, we had the cart going and everything, and he was like, what do you think this place could be? Never even popped in my, like, literally wasn't a thought, like, this could be a coffee shop. We were talking about, like, photo studio and some other ideas, retail, and, um, so like it wasn't even on my radar. Yeah. And because uh, I was like, it's Palafox. I'll I'll be like a couple blocks off maybe. Yeah. You know. And um, so it's just like it is insane just to be here, and it's all God, hundred percent. Just like opening the door. Yes. Just us, just saying like, okay, like that's literally been the whole thing. It's like you guys want to set up a little market. And we're like sure. And then uh, they offered to let us set up outside for free and mm -hmm. just be able to like sell our stuff then we started gaining traction and then um it was going really well and they offered us to, a place to move in so i think one of the most beautiful things that you've said in this conversation is that you all started by tearing out the floor like the foundation of this place and then that's when stuff started coming in and that's when you started building it up and that to me is the sewing it's the foundation where is your foundation it should be in Jesus. Your hope is in Jesus. You know, as I'm a businesswoman, you know, I'm trying to remember to fix my eyes on Jesus when things need to be paid or things need to be done or, you know, even with scheduling and timing and all that stuff, fix my eyes on Jesus, trust him and be obedient to him. 
with the foundation, say you took out all this carpet, like right now it's a concrete floor. So if you hear an echo, it's probably from this concrete floor. Then you were able to build up from it. You had a firm foundation or firm foundation in Christ. That's my prayer for you who's listening is that if there's chaos going on or if you're anxious or anything that's going on that's stressing you out, that your foundation is in Christ because you know you can turn to Him. And then from that, you talked about sowing and reaping. Wow, like with the firm foundation, now you're able to bring in the wood and make the arches and work on the restroom or the plumbing. (laughs) That's what she said. But from the firm foundation, you're able to sow and reap. And what a blessing. Mark Batterson, do you know who that is? Oh yeah. Obsessed, okay. You can't break the law of sowing and reaping. And that's what he talks about in Win the Day. He says, you have to put in good inputs for God to provide the increase. And we talk about it on this podcast all the time, but it's something that we say in our home all the time. You have to put in good inputs, put in good work, put in a good foundation, put in a, I don't know, good logo. (laughs) Go for it. Make it a good logo (laughs) for God to provide the increase. And we're talking about small things here, but it's in our thoughts. It's in where our finances go. It's in all things, putting in those good inputs for God to provide the increase. Because, and Mark Batterson says this in his book, if you do nothing, weeds will grow. You know, something's going to happen. Yeah. So what are your thoughts on working for the Lord? It's like a kind of a weird question, but you just talked about sowing and reaping and it's now it's like, okay, let's get to work. (laughs) You know, what are your thoughts? Yeah. Well, as you're talking to you, I'm thinking about like, you know, living a, what does it mean to live a spirit led life, you know, and in business especially. And I feel like a good gauge of that is, um, you know, how are, how are you reacting like with your family and like, do you have like, are you lashing out? You know what I mean? Like, yeah. because you're so stressed at work and then you bring that home kind of thing. Yeah. Like, do you have the like fruits of the spirit, like living out in your life? Mm-hmm. You know, um, I don't know. I feel like, cause it's like, we can be sowing, but it, it is a fine line between sowing like from the spirit and sowing from our flesh, you yeah. know? So it's finding that balance of like, um, how am I making sure I'm living, you know, according to the spirit and what he wants me to do. And a good gauge of that is like, I think when you start to feel stressed and overwhelmed because like you're trying to do this in your own strength, you know, and not relying on the Lord and cause he'll give you guidance like as you go. Yeah. There's definitely seasons though where you're like, I don't know the decision and I don't feel like I have clear direction right yeah. now, but you just keep like, I just feel like you always go back to the original promise that you like feel like you heard or, yeah. or you, you know, feel like was laid out before you just move. Like I keep operating in that until I feel very clearly I'm not supposed to anymore. Yeah. So it's like do that until then you, until you know for sure that you're supposed to do something else, you know, That's when you so feel good. like you don't need to, when you feel like you don't know what to do, just keep doing what you know to do, I guess. Yeah. Somebody probably coined that one. Um, yeah. so the, yeah, that's kind of where I'm at with it. I don't know if that kind of answers your question, but it's being obedient yeah. to the original call. It's keeping it simple. It's knowing that God has a plan. You know, he wants to prosper you, not to harm you plans, give you hope in a future. It's looking to him. And when you were saying that we've had a guest on Melissa Shoemaker, her husband is actually a commercial real estate agent. 
And she said in the conversation that if you ever go through a hard time and you're asking God, why? God, why? What do you want me to do? That you go back to the last thing he told you or the last thing he showed you and you cling to his truth, like you cling to his word. What's the last thing he showed you? And she said that God showed her a scripture in Deuteronomy. And I've been doing that lately and it's like, that is so true. God, thank you for keeping this relationship with you so simple. I can just go back to the last thing you showed me. Collaborations. When we spoke last time, you talked about hoping for good collaborations and you already had done one big one with a logo, which I hear everybody talk about this Makers Coffee Company logo. Um, it's wonderful, simple, beautiful merchandise. You were order, ordering new merchandise when I came in, really cool. Um, but what other collaborations are you doing here? Yeah, so we have, um, we partnered with two people actually. Um, one girl is gonna come on as full-time staff and she's gonna be like our head chef and come up with all our fun creations. Um, we're part, but that's in correlation with another girl that's local who started a cottage bakery out of her house in East Hill and it's called Casita Bread. She is, um, she makes like just insane sourdough and some and a bunch of other like goodies but it's all like really great ingredients and everything yeah. um, but the yeah the girl Chloe's gonna come on our team she's gonna use the sourdough and um, do like fun toast creations like loaded toast and different things like that nice. so it's kind of hard because like a lot of people ask like what are you doing for food it's kind of hard to explain which you know and it's like loaded toast and then like what all that's gonna mean Part of me is like, man, is that like stressful that people don't understand it? But then also it's kind of something that's untapped in, in our area at least. So it could be fun to see like, like there is, there, hopefully there isn't much like it, mm -hmm. you know? So it is hard to explain unless you just like see it and try it. Mm -hmm. You know, it's not like we're, we're just saying bacon, egg and cheese biscuit or something. Yeah. You know? So yeah, like it's just wild. Like even the girl Chloe, I was just, I was driving home one day and I was like, I'm just gonna call and see if she would wanna work with us. Probably wouldn't, but I'll just try. I have to say I tried. And I called her and like pitched the idea to her and she was like, this is like my dream job. So I was like, like this is what I wanna do is work in a small kitchen and just create fun food things and yeah. have the freedom to do that. And I'm like, you have ultimate freedom to do whatever you want, mm -hmm. you know? I'll like, we'll be here for, ideas and to help make things happen but you know we just want to see what you can do and support it you know and that's a big goal like moving forward is helping people figure out like what they want to do and how to help them make that happen yes and episode 78 when you were with us last time you said the same thing so in that last conversation you said something that whoever's listening right now this is going to go right to your heart but you said everyone has something to make Maker's Coffee Company. And when you said that, it just broadened it up to the person listening in their car or the person listening on their walk like you were made for a purpose by God, for God, for His glory, for your good. If you love God, of course, you know, you got to love God. He's got good things planned for you. And you said everyone has something to make. And so you're giving people an opportunity to create something here. And even if it's something as small as a conversation, you know, creating a space to chit chat, to do a podcast, to catch up with a friend, you're creating a space for 
people to have something to make. And when you said that in our last conversation, it just had so much weight to me, so much more meaning. Um, and is, is there anything else you could say to that quote of everyone has something to make? Yeah, I mean, I, I just feel like, you know, my passion, like, isn't necessarily running, like, a business, you know, for the sake of running a business. Like, I've, like, thought about, like, doing full-time ministry. Like, in the past, you know, like, um, full-time ministry meaning, like, staff on, like, a church or something like that. And, um, but now it's just, like, I get to do that just, like, every day, you know, hopefully, you know, either being a place where people can come, like you said, like, be a spot where people can come and meet and have conversations and talk about creating things. And, um, or when it comes to our staff, like we want that to bleed into like everything else we do. But, Mm -hmm. um, with our staff, like we really want to pour into them and make sure they're doing what they want to do and that they're growing. And, you know, I feel like people look at Chick-fil-A and they're like, they're really good. They're like, all their employees are great and they have great programs. They want to go to school and they can move up. Like, I want that like kind of thing but in our own sense for makers like when people think working at makers Mm -hmm. maybe it's hard to work here but it's like that's the place to work or something you know that's how chick-fil-a is yeah i mean you got to work your way up you don't just say hey i'm here look at my experience yeah. (laughs) yeah so it's like i want this place to be known for something like that you know yeah and um to where i don't know like i hope people come in and just feel there's something different and they feel Mm -hmm like inspired or creative and not everybody that comes in is going to be believers obviously so uh it'll be cool just to be here and be a resource and be able to love on people when we can and um share things like when we can and but you know just like we're christians but we just want to be christians in the community and be pouring in and um be there and, and available i guess mainly yeah yeah that's great the fruits of the spirit live a spirit led life as you said earlier which so good um the last question we ask every guest is what bible verse is helping you in the season so what's encouraging you right now caleb yeah um i mean i i kind of it's kind of been the theme and it's a very like simple verse obviously but like whatever you sow like that you will reap you know Mm -hmm. um i mean it is hard if i'm being honest it hasn't been a season where it's like i've been diving into like the word a whole lot it's just Mm kind of where i'm at and um i'm not saying it's good it's just um i don't know it's been a it's been a it's been a busy and challenging like not my schedule's never the same i'm at the mercy of like every contractor or even my dad like we just show up randomly when he cans and stuff like that um so but that that's definitely i don't know like when I do like make time and make sure that I'm sitting down to read, it's even been in a posture of like, well, I've been going through the Old Testament mm-hmm. and it feels like you're just so in, like into what you're, cause you're just reading like Deuteronomy and yeah. things like that. And you're like, man, this is, this is rough. You know, yeah. it, it, it can be, you know, um, but there's so much like, like uh, weight to it in the sense of like even all the stuff it was like god commanded moses to do it was like all these things and you're just reading it and then it's like and moses did them you know yeah and uh somebody shared that with me one time of just like a, a new perspective of like reading that to where it's like it is like hard because you're like how do i we're always worried about how we apply it to our lives and stuff but we're just like taking in the weight of like you know this is what god's 
he's laying these things out for us and then we just have to be obedient yep you know um so yeah i it's hard like i don't necessarily have like a verse that sticks out entirely but there's different like it's been a very a lot of back to the basics kind of thing for mm-hmm. me lately and even just like whatever you sow like you will reap mm-hmm. like just holding on to that like lately yeah um has been that's probably been the biggest thing that stuck out yeah visibly. i think it's funny that you said about in this season you haven't been um getting into the word as much and then you said but i've been clinging to this mm-hmm. because i mean we're we have toddlers too like if I were going to put rules on myself about getting up and doing quiet time and then one of my kids wakes up banging on the door for me to change their diaper, I'm going to go take care of my kid. Yeah. They get up different time every day too. It's I know. never the same. Oh yeah. But he always wakes up banging on the door, but he always wakes up at a different time. Yeah. Man, I needed to hear that too, selfishly. Like God's grace is sufficient and we don't have to be weighed down by guilt. Uh, there's a peace that we carry as believers that the world doesn't understand. And if you are in a season of not reading your word as much, just know that it's always there for you. You know, like when you do read it and then you have something to take away from it, you're meditating on it. That's what God word. That's what God's word wants us to do is to meditate on that scripture. So now we get blessed by it. You know, maybe you didn't spend five hours this morning or 30 minutes in your in the word but you take what you learn from it and you carry it with you you're not ignoring it you're not diminishing it you're not decreasing it you're carrying it with you and so thank you i'm like talking right now and i'm learning from talking and listening but is there anything you can say to that about just giving yourself grace with the amount of time you spend in the bible yeah and i I think you know I, I still I still make myself like available to like hear from God I feel like you know even in that it's like yeah I'm not like in the word but like through prayer and just just seeking him really yes. you mm-hmm. know and that I feel like uh, living a surrendered life and an obedient life is like the it's having a heart that's postured towards him because it's like even if you know we were in a situation where we don't have our Bible that we could read. If we're still like surrendered to him in our heart, like that's ultimately what matters. Amen. And, um, Mm -hmm. so the word obviously is very important. It's living and, you know, it continues to speak to us. Um, but we also can hear from, you know, God in our prayers and, um, just being led throughout the day and all that kind of Mm -hmm. stuff. So, yeah, I think like, I do feel comforted in a sense, like, I feel like God's like revealing new things to me all the time, yeah. just in, in life, you know, being a parent, having a business, having like a team to work with and um, being involved in church still, like making that a priority and being like plugged in as, as, as much as we can in this season. And um, yeah. so God is gracious and he's still speaking, you know, and it's, you know, yeah, don't get bogged down because you don't read your Bible every single day for 30 minutes or something. Yeah. Um, but that is a good thing, but also God's good. And he's gonna, if you're trying to hear from him, yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that's the difference. Like a lot of people, they get into this state of desperation, like I need to read the Bible and then they hear from God and then they're like, all right, I'm good. You know what I mean? Yeah. But it's like, I need that like every day, real, you know, having that posture of just, you know, just being 
willing and to be obedient and just to hear from God and just wanting to hear yeah, from yeah. Him too, you know, and wanting to act on like what He's showing you and um, just being trying to grow always too. Yeah. I think is part of it. Yeah, what you were just saying—the picture I just got in my head was a relationship. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what it is. It's oh, a relationship, yeah. and He's not just with you when you read your word. He's with you throughout the day. Period. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, and it's the same like in a like in a marriage. Like, yep. there's certain times when it's like you're like you have the disciplines of your marriage that you need to work on, mm-hmm. but then you have like there's the times too where you know each other's just busy or like yep. doing something or dealing with something. Mm-hmm. Yep. So you're just there for them, you know, and it's not transactional. Right. You know, right. that's the thing. It's like not having transactional relationships. Yeah. And that can be, that needs to be with the people we interact with too. Mm-hmm. Like where it's not purely transactional. Right. Where it's like they actually feel like you're intentionally listening to them and um, that you genuinely care. Yeah. And um, one last thing before we yeah. wrap up, but like one thing that I've really, it, it kind of hit me last night, but um, was this question of like, what do people draw out from you? Mm-hmm. And um, cause you, I think about people, I mean, everybody knows someone like when you see them, you just like, you smile when you see them, like yeah. cause they're smiling or you just feel like at peace. Like when, you know, like you go to like your grandparents' house and you're like, man, I'm just at peace around this person, you know? Cause that's just, they, they've been that way yeah um, but then there's also the flip side somebody who's always critical you know or complains all the time yeah. you know what and then that's what I was thinking like we kind of we we affect like what other people think because if we're critical or complaining then it's like oh I can complain now because you know what I mean that's true yeah if oh my goodness well well and you yeah think, yeah you think about you're careful about what you say around certain people because they're always like saying what's the best about someone. Yeah. So you don't want to be the person that brings up the negative about someone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? And um, yeah, that's been a big thing I've been trying to like work on and um, just like catch my, you know, you can just, I catch myself. Like if, if someone else wants to talk about something, then it's like, oh, like I can talk about that. You know, like just being wise about it. There's times to get things off your chest, but most of the time, probably not. Yeah. You know what I mean? And uh, I just want to be a peacemaker, right? Like the Bible talks about. Yes, are the peacemakers, you know. Yes, yes. And if I could be that for someone, like I'd be so stoked. Like I want people to. I I I would, yeah. If people were careful of what they said around me or something, like that's a compliment. You know what I mean? And uh, I think of of being like, let's just try to like make peace in this situation Mm -hmm. right now. So yeah, that's uh that's been a big thing I've been like kind of chewing on and working on. What do people draw out from you? So how can I apply that to my life? Like for the person listening, how can they how can they ask themselves that question? Yeah. Well, I feel like hopefully they probably all thought of someone or they thought of those people, mm-hmm. you know, like all right, this person, yeah, I feel like just happy around or they're always like talking good about other people and yeah. they're just positive. Mm-hmm. Glean I would say glean from that person and then the person that um is always critical you know don't ignore them but don't feed into it try to be a peacemaker in that situation and don't i think like if you have the spirit in you like i think you get a sense of when you're starting to gossip or when you're starting to like egg on a situation and it can feel good in the moment 
you know, but then you're like, man, I shouldn't have, I shouldn't have even said anything or something, you yeah. know? So I would say in that moment, you know, yeah, like don't throw that person to the curb, it, but try to always point people to Jesus. Mm-hmm. And it might not always, that doesn't mean rebuke them, you know, yeah. necessarily. It could in certain situations, but just always trying to like, just be a positive and encouraging person. Yep. Like why would you not want to be? Exactly. There's times to be honest, you know, but there's a setting for that. And usually it's, you have to be in a position where people want, they want your feedback, right? you know? Um, and you have to have that authority in their life too, you know? Back or to- Or the relationship. Or the relationship, yeah. And back to what you said about you can't break the law of sowing and reaping. Like sowing and reaping. Yeah. Sowing good conversations, reaping good conversations. Sowing bad conversations, reaping bad conversations. Yeah. Yeah, and it's like, it's just, and being mindful, like this isn't for every single conversation maybe you have, like, you know, some things are just going to happen, you know mm-hmm. what I mean? But don't make a holier than now, like, um, position on it of like, oh, I got to like bring peace to the situation. You know, it's like, just like lean into the Holy Spirit and have discernment on like when to address certain things. But yeah, I would say it's a good thing to always be a positive kind of person. Yeah. Know? And honest at the same time. Yep. But it's like honesty can bring peace still. Right. Ultimately, you know, if it's done in love and doing it out of a spirit-led life yeah that's gonna bring peace in the end even if it is a hard conversation Mm -hmm. so just having like that mindset i think of wanting wanting god to lead and take the reign and um you know yeah just giving in to him on it well in john it talks about how moses brought the law and jesus brought the truth so like that's literally it yeah and he didn't come (laughs) to abolish the law fulfill it you know what i mean so yeah, it's like we have these things of like standards and stuff like that. Um, but yeah, it was like truth and in love. Yeah. You know. So, so booyah. So broadcast his love in truth and love. There you go. Boom. Um, we can't wait till this place opens. It's going to open up. Do you want to say when or? Um, I, I Our current goal is, I'll just say fall. Okay. Fall 2022. You know, everything can, I have a plan and a goal, but everything can change. You know, we're at the oh, mercy yeah. of contractors and yeah. in a season of uh, nothing is in stock and yeah. all that kind of stuff. So, And you are working your dad to the bone. So. Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I try to, I give him a couple of days off here and there, you know. Um, but, yeah, funny. we've been uh, – It's it's been really good. God's been good. My wife's been great through all this, like, taking care of the two kiddos, like, mm-hmm. by herself a lot. And, um, you know – it's just it's a season we're in and she understands it she's just as much a partner in this than i am we just have different things we're doing yeah you know but she's a trooper doing what she does and um i know because some days it's pretty crazy oh for sure you have two toddlers like i get it well almost a toddler the second one isn't a toddler yet but about to be some days they just cry for no reason oh yeah and so do i (laughs) but um Thank you so much for this time. And at the end of every podcast, we always pray. So join us in prayer. Father, decrease us and increase you. In Jesus' name I pray, amen. Amen. Hey, this is Dustin, one of the pastors at Grace Bible Church in Sebring, Florida. Thanks for tuning in to listen to Broadcast His Love with Ricky Van Stewart. I hope you will also consider joining us on our podcast as well. Our hope is to encourage you, inspire you, and compel you towards a closer walk with Jesus and one another. You can find us on every platform where podcasts are offered by simply searching for Grace Bible Church Sebring. 
Again, this is Pastor Dustin, and I hope to get to connect with you very soon. Hey, this is Mark Stockland, pastor and CEO for Haiti Bible Mission in Jeremy Haiti. If you'd like to follow along with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti, you can check us out at HaitiBibleMission.org. You can also follow us on Facebook and Instagram. We'd love to get you guys connected with what we're doing in Jeremy Haiti and how you can partner with us to live the difference, to help empower leaders to transform communities. God bless you guys and have a great day. Hi, y'all. This is Nan Charland, the owner of the Laurel Oak Inn Bed and Breakfast in Gainesville, Florida. You can find the Laurel Oak Inn on the internet at laureloakinn.com or Facebook and Instagram, Laurel Oak Inn. Until we meet you in person, we certainly hope you're enjoying life to its fullest. <laughs>